You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM. I'm Marasia. We are speaking with Pina, Partnership and Development Manager from Pet and Friends to talk about the organization, pet therapy, and celebrating their 40th anniversary in September. Hi, Pina. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be speaking to you about this. Can you tell us about the Pet and Friends organization? Sure. Um, let me just say, so our mission, our, our mission is to support vulnerable communities throughout the Lower Mainland with the um, unique and special healing power and unconditional love of pet therapy. Um, so that's what we see our our, our purpose, our, our mission to be in, in this kind of special way of uh, therapy. Uh, Pets and Friends has provided uh, free pet therapy visitations to um, hospitals, care facilities, uh, community resource centers, such as um, some mental health uh, resource centers, universities, um, and other community groups, wherever there's a sort of a need to have this this um, this support, this special kind of support, and very um, physiological uh, kind of of, uh, of of therapy that that is unique, I suppose, to to pet therapy. And um, oh. yeah, <laughs> sorry, go on. You you no, go on. I was going to say like. Our members have been volunteering since 1982, right? So they, oh. they, uh, so it's our, our, our volunteers and their pets, and they just, you know, it, it's kind of a sharing of unconditional love and companionship. Um, and then we, we, we know there's healing power in, in that. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, we've been doing this since 1982. Yeah. And how did Pet and Friends start? Who came up with the idea to put the organization together? Yeah, so this was so interesting. I, I, I think, anyway, I find it very interesting. A small group of um, caregivers at Shaughnessy Hospital took their, um, their, you know, their their pets, their beloved pets, their good, good nature pets, to work, and they actually observed the difference their pets made with their patients. So the residents responded with smiles, like with actually kind of the interaction, right? The um, the uh, emotion. Uh, they became more social, and they showed signs of improved well-being. So there was the definitely the the, the you know the emotional, the interactive, but it also came out in you know overall well-being with some of their know measurements like their medical um, uh, measurements like blood pressure and even speed of recovery so the caregivers took that and they went to the Vancouver Regional Branch of the British Columbia SPCA uh, for funding and promoting this and expanding it and it came to be in 1982 under a different name BC Interactive was what was it was founded in and then eventually it changed uh, to BC Pets and Friends and then the cool part is, uh, just recently in 19, um, or sorry, in 2018, Pets and Friends became recognized as the American Kennel Club uh, for a therapy dog program, and uh, 2019 became recognized as the Canadian Kennel Club 
for their therapy dog program. So it's really progressed and it's really gotten the accreditation and the measurement, right, that mm-hmm. this is actually working. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. I know I, <laughs> I, when I talk about it, like I know it and I'm living it, but then when I, you know, like when you hear the actual, um, you know, difference, the measurable difference, it's quite amazing, right? Pets and Friends provides free pet therapy visitations to hospitals, care facilities, and universities in the Lower Mainland. Can you name which locations and places? Okay, so I can't really name them because there are so many, um, (laughs) which is a great thing, right? So over 100 facilities. Um, So we stretch, so these facilities are from like uh, going from Abbotsford to White Rock to North Shore, which is, you know, the whole Lower Mainland. And Mm -hmm. Um, just to give you kind of more of an example of some current ones, just to give you kind of a sense of where we're at. For instance, the Delta Hospice, um, that's, that's huge. So we do hospice work as well. Uh, Kelty uh, Denhe, uh, the Mental Health Resource Center in North Van. Um, and things like the Royal Columbian Hospital and the BC Children's Hospital, more of those kinds of institutions that you that are more um, well known I suppose right more so, um, so yeah everywhere and we have um, over 120 volunteers um, and they come from all over the lower mainland um, so uh, yeah we stretch quite a we, we cover a, a lot of territory and ever since the pandemic started, there has been a change mm-hmm. in pace at the hospitals for healthcare workers and patients when it comes to mental health and fatigue. Yeah. How do you think pet therapy will help versus seeing a counselor or therapist? Okay, so we're definitely not suggesting that pet therapy is a replacement mm-hmm. for other forms of prescribed therapy. That's not um, that's not what we're suggesting. However, but pet therapy can complement other therapy methods for sure in especially the mental health um, space and in some cases for um, increased success of those treatments right um, for example it's shown to provide the much needed like relief from chronic stressors uh, you know say you are uh, you know experiencing high anxiety for extended periods of time that's that strain on your your body, your mind, even the physical strain of like the tightening of muscles, any kind of, of, of um, relief of that is going to help overall uh, progress or improvement. It definitely lowers blood pressure. Um, it lifts your mood, um, and that lasts well beyond like the visit itself. Um, it lowers anxiety uh, for sure. You've during the visit, and again, that kind of effect afterwards. Um, And it also, for some people, it really provides that emotional support through a traumatic time or change. For example, we are looking, um, we we got approached by United Way to look at some help for some refugee um, uh, programs, and we are eager to start that work because you know, sometimes you just, with with the pet therapy, you need that kind of relief of um, 
you know, the reminders of trauma that you've experienced, and it allows you to release some of that, that, that stress and through time relieve that chronic, um, you know, ache and, and emotional ache, right? Research has shown that pet therapy continues uh, to, um, or contributes to speedier recovery um, even after a medical procedure. So, you know, there's so many uh, benefits, again, not a replacement, but definitely an enhancement and um, an accelerator. So I know pet therapy is imperative for certain communities like long-term care homes because of isolation. How do seniors react to pet therapy? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. So um, we, maybe maybe the, the, what I could kind of say is, is um, just uh, seniors um, really look forward to this regular visit, um, and and we know that um, our physical, um, our physical and our mental health are, are linked. Um, so we we actually witness this. From us, so sorry. Let me go back. Let me tell you a story about a volunteer that told the story about a gentleman who wasn't able to really control his physical movement. Mm-hmm. He was kind of rocking and shaking and had a hard time being still. But with the pet, when the, when the dog and the pet went in and his whole body just physically relaxed, he actually was able to um, not just enjoy that visit. There was a physical. There was almost an immediate physical improvement, and um, and that kind of relief was an incredible thing to just even witness. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I I don't know if that answers your question. Uh, you know, in in a way that um, yeah, does that answer the question? A hundred percent, a hundred percent did. Okay. Yes, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> And pet therapy seems to show a lot of positive results in person. Is it the same with having pet therapy virtually, which your organization offers? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So definitely virtual visits are different than in-person visits, right? But I would say we're most proud of our volunteers that found a way during COVID restrictions to continue providing visits. I think that's that's a big plus. Um, so there was still a way, they, they worked hard to find a way to continue to have this much needed regular interaction. It was just in a different way. So I would say that, you know, it was, it was different, but it, it provided something that otherwise would have been lost during that time. And participants, so although the participants are now feeling the benefit of like touch, they are connected to the joy of seeing the pets again. So they're looking forward to seeing, you know, their regular uh, visiting pets. Um, and studies have shown that when we also recall a memory, even if we're not physically experiencing it, we're recalling a memory, like having our own pet or even the feeling of petting the, the, the therapy pet, and the effects come back, the physiological effects come back. So they're, they're felt. Um, as well, not probably as, as strongly or as prominently, but um, um, we've been told that the, the recipients 
are still enjoying that kind of therapy. Pina, it looks like we're running a little bit out of time, but I want to ask if anyone wants to donate or volunteer with Pets and Friends, where can they go? Oh, please, just visit our website. So it's uh, www.petsandfriends.org. We are always looking for volunteers. We have uh, facilities that are waiting, and it breaks my heart to, to, to know that, you know, there are uh, those in need that are looking. So please, if you can volunteer some of your time, you have, uh, you know, a pet that you can, uh, that you feel might be appropriate, great. If you can't, donate. Please donate so that we can continue to do this work. Um, for many organizations, it's just uh, you're doing a great thing if you can. Pina, thank you so much, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks so much. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thanks, you too.